All right, guys, so uh, we're going to jump right into it. So okay. welcome back to Orlando Out of Context. I'm Brian. I'm Stephanie. And today we have some Orlando legends in the house. We, we have uh, Alex and Joey. Welcome, Alex and Joey. Hi. Hi. Happy to be here. <laughs> so Alex and Joey used to run uh, the famous Yum Yum uh Cupcake, cupcake truck. truck. What was the fish? Is it yum yum. Was there anything after yum yum? It was the yum yum cupcake truck, which was a, you know that was the full name, but like everything had the our website was the yum yum cupcake truck. Our LLC. It was so long, and <laughs> I would go to like sign into my email, and be like Alex at the yum yum cupcake truck dot com. You know? <laughs> so we learned our lesson. That's why hungry pants is two words. So you guys, we're here to talk about today your new venture, which is hungry pants, which it's shorter, much shorter. <laughs> That's for your e- typing in your email, That's right? Solely yeah. for that purpose. It's two words. Cut it short. Yes. Yeah. So before we get into the history, because we want to talk history of yum yum, and then of course we want to get into hungry pants. But before we do. Let's talk a little bit about your Orlando origin stories. So for the both of you, where uh, did you come from before Orlando? Or are you Florida natives? So we're not Florida natives, but we do claim Orlando as home. Um, And so it was kind of a long road to get to that place where we're calling Orlando home, but it's official now. Um, (laughs) But I moved down in 01 for UCF, and at the time... Uh, MGM, well, it was called MGM, then had their animation studio. And because mm-hmm. of that, UCF had a really great animation program because a lot of the right. animators were professors at UCF. But when Disney closed the studio, UCF got rid of the animation program. And so I was a sophomore at UCF, and I said, you know what, though? I think I'm still going to stay here. I like They it. just and cut your program in the middle? Yeah, they got rid of the class. It was They, they were still teaching, like, um, cell animation. and like. So are you an artist? I, uh, I was an artist, but okay. I'm still I'm not a practicing artist. But <laughs> Alex, roll, Alex is rolling his eyes inside. <laughs> he hates that term. He's that term. Artist is a loose you term, never, you know. You We're all artists. Yourself, yeah, <laughs> never proclaim yourself as artist. Like let someone else call you an artist. But anyway, yes, he's an artist. I was an artist, but <laughs> but um, a rusty. But anyhow, so I moved down here in 2001. But. Cool. Yeah, and I, I moved down here. I was raised in Connecticut, moved down here in 1997 with my mom's uh, company. We were relocated. And, um, with the Yankees. Yeah, we went to, went to college at FSU, came down to Orlando to work in the hospitality industry. So I was at a front desk. I was a front desk supervisor. Um, and when I met him, he was a front desk yeah, supervisor. Yeah, it was you know big deal. <laughs> <laughs> big deal. And, uh, at a Disney resort? Um, actually, at at the the Marriott World Center. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, and so we actually. Um, so I was a senior in college when we met in two thousand five, and at the time, Southern Nights um, was go- undergoing a renovation, and so their gay mm-hmm. college night was at Firestone um, on a Thursday. On a Thursday. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we typically probably would have met at Southern Nights, but because of the remodel, we met at Firestone. Firestone. <laughs> I mean. You know, not romantic at all, but um, <laughs> you know when I when you click and it clicks, uh, that's what happened. And then, Aww. yeah, and then he wouldn't stop calling me. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, no, we. But and about two months later, I graduated from UCF, and then we moved across the country together. We moved to San Francisco. We left Orlando the first. Oh my time. gosh, that's a big move. Yeah, we had a lease on a studio like in two months together, so yeah. um, it was very lesbian of us, but. <laughs> <laughs> 
worked, and we were out there for a couple years. Moved to Philly. San Francisco is beautiful. We it's, love San Francisco. Oh, we love San Francisco. I'm from oh, California. We love you it. are. Yeah. So I grew up in Sacramento, which is just two hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And but like a completely different climate than San Francisco. Oh, yeah, totally. It's, it's so hot. like in the summer, it's really hot right. in Sacramento. So if you want to escape the hot, you just go to San Francisco, and it's cold. It's like literally, right, right. Like a yeah. different climate. Yeah, yeah. it's it's crazy. <laughs> um, but so we loved it. We loved it out there. But it was far, and it, it just it was fun for a few years. But mm-hmm. um, ultimately, we made our way back here. Yeah. Um, and so you, you said you were in Philly too, which is where I'm from. Okay. And so and this is kind of where for a while I always I grappled with you know Philly was home, and I always wanted to go back home. And then every time we did, I found Orlando. You want to come back here? Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know we made you know. <laughs> Poor Alex is along for the journey, but um, whatever makes you happy. <laughs> but and you know, we, so we moved to Philly, and then we're there for a few years. Um, and we actually something that kind of sparked, I, I think, the ability for us to do Yum Yum together was we bought a really old home, like it was built in like eighteen eighty, mm-hmm. and we renovated it together and sold it, and it you know sold it, and it was successful. And so I think and you started out with that in your mind that it was going to be a business venture. Uh, or no. you thought we were going to live in the house. We were going to live in the house. We were going to live in the house and never leave Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. We, we, we did it and we were well, your mom got sick. My I mean, mom got sick uh, with breast cancer. She's a survivor. But she, we decided to move down to Florida to be closer, closer to, to family. And, okay. And uh, it allowed us to kind of pursue our dream of opening our own business, which ended up being the Yum Yum Cupcake Truck. So base So from Philly you came down here to So it was our second it was like we came back after we met, you know, we we left for a few years. It's really hard to follow because we moved around so much but gypsies. Gypsies. But um we were and then that's we really came down here closer to his mother and then it, that really was the opportunity to say you know what we're starting a new life again like let's let's do what we've always wanted to do it's, it's, business. it's awesome that you can be partners in love and in business because business is very hard to love find hard. somebody <laughs> who you can be on the pa- on the same page with you know when it comes to creative choices true. And well life is hard financial uh, yeah. yeah. that's right yeah. <laughs> being together all the time right yeah you know but that's that's kind of one of the reasons we love doing a business together is we do like being together but one to your point, one of the things that we found out early on with Yum Yum is it sounded ridiculous, and we've always said this, but you know I'm the I'm the marketing guy, so like pretend I have a corner office and I'm the director of marketing, and mm-hmm. if you want to talk about marketing, like schedule an appointment with myself, you know, like res- <laughs> right. stay in your lane essentially, yeah, and yeah. kind of respect each other's expertise because in the beginning of Yum Yum, I was I was telling him how to do something, and he was telling me how to do something, and. Ultimately, we were fighting, and I was like, "Well, how, let's just stay our lanes and respect each other's what we bring to the table." Right. And then we really kind of—that's when we really rocked and rolled because we didn't, we weren't had we didn't have that friction. Yeah, that, that that's exactly it was it was a lubricant. We <laughs> we we eliminated the friction from, right. from the relationship. So, how did you land on cupcakes? Well. Um, because I think, if I remember correctly, in my mind, this was the beginning of the cupcake trend. This was like the first. Uh, that's why everyone was crazy about it. They were like, "Oh my god, cupcakes! Well, we They're big the and delicious." Yeah, <laughs> there were a in town. Uh, <laughs> but so, really, living in San Fran, it was really living in San Francisco. It was like, it was truly the beginning of the cupcake, like those California. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was what is the one? Sprinkles. Sprinkles. Yeah. And it was when it was like literally just one or two locations. And we went to Philly after San Fran and. Philly was a little bit behind California and that, and so we saw it popping up. And then when we moved down here, 
th- we didn't really see anything that had that same sort of vibe as the yeah. West Coast, mm-hmm. you know, or Northeastern type of cupcake places. So it was cupcakes, and then at, it was really Alex that said, you know what, why don't we do it in a food truck? Like, because again, up north and out west, that's we saw that be popular, and it literally did not exist down here, aside from the traditional, like, a rapist trucks on OBT. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, it's a different business model. Um, and so it was kind of a, I mean, people... People that were crazy. They didn't understand what it was. They I were mean, like, you're going to sell cupcakes out of a truck? Of a truck. Mm-hmm. How are you going to make money? I mean, how much can Matter you Matter of fact, there's an Orlando cupcake? Sentinel article when we first opened that came out. And the Orlando Sentinel eventually got on board with it, but... The writer like just did not like she wrote about the few that were opening and it was we were all upset and we like she's gonna ruin us but of course no one cared but right. she was very skeptical about the whole thing and the cleanliness of it and the, you know it's gonna yes. ruin other businesses and it was just a very negative outlook but obviously Orlando got it right away I mean it, yeah. people right. were clearly hungry I mean to me cupcakes seems a lot easier than some of the other things people are cooking on trucks well and you didn't even you didn't bake the cupcakes on the yeah. truck no right. we would bake them off site at a commissary kitchen and later on at our own facility yeah. and then we would the truck was really the distribution model sure. it was our storefront that's how we were able to go and into each community and, and you know did you have window. two trucks or just one we had two. Yeah, I thought yeah. so. We had two. So the um, so when we started, it was ju- it was literally just first of all we we found this truck at Stardust Coffee. This this crazy like local artist was driving it around as his personal tr- car. He used to belong to the state prison. I mean, the thing was like a <laughs> he literally was just driving it around. Orlando. And we like <laughs> he had a for sale sign on it, and we you know we called his number, and we he lived in Colonial Town, and we bought it from him. It was a heap, and. We found somebody, uh, no one was, at that time, like, you couldn't find anybody that was remodeling trucks in the mm-hmm. food trucks. So we had to go up to Jackson. We found somebody in Jacksonville that had agreed to do it. I mean, it was very much like a a rogue way to do right. it. And it was literally just Alex and I in the beginning. But there were a few other people who had the same idea we did in terms of food trucks, not cupcake food trucks. Right. Big wheel food truck, crooked spoon, uh, tree house. And we all sort of opened at the same time. And that's when Mark from the Daily City said, we should do a food truck bazaar, since mm-hmm. there's all these new gourmet food trucks. Right. And that was the first month that we opened, and so instantly it was like a success, um, the food truck culture in general. And so we had the first truck, and it was just Alex and I, but we, I mean, we quickly had to scale up employees. We had to get our own facility to bake in, because we mm-hmm. were a commissary, like bogarting the space from everyone else, because <laughs> yeah. we were so busy. And became quickly our full-time jobs. Alex had to quit his job. Um, and then once we start, you know, we were very, very local. And then all of a sudden, places like UCF wanted us and Disney and, um, you know, those sorts of places. And that was a lot of fun. And that was really Alex that drove a lot of those flavors. And I think what people really love, I mean, people loved Yum Yum, but people truly love, the cupcakes are good. I mean, they're good. And Alex... I- Actually, it was really cool, and it took a lot of the pressure off of me because they would go through and and they would um, we would have our our Facebook followers or our Instagram followers vote on flavors. So they're like, hey, what do you guys want to see this month? And then everyone would, all right, here's our top three, right. and then everyone would vote. And it took a lot of the pressure off of me from a creative perspective. You know, <laughs> nice. I, I was baking something that people wanted, yeah, or what they thought they wanted at least. And it was, it's good because it's like, um, you know, sometimes you would have some flavors. So you're always wondering that will keep you coming as a customer coming back, like looking for the truck. Like, oh, what's like the new flavor? I want to try yeah. it. 
it wasn't here last week or whatever it may be. So, right. you know. Where's where's your, like, inspiration? I'm guessing you're more of, like, the chef slash culinary I never side. call myself a chef, but yes. <laughs> I would say that uh, it's collaborative. You're the chef and he's the yeah. artist. Yeah. Well, I don't have any, any formal training to ever call myself a chef. So I think it's really important to say that because people go to school. What did you go to school for then? Uh, psychology. Oh, so. and then he, <laughs> he loves to read me up and down yeah, so, <laughs> for filth. <laughs> but yeah, so when it comes to, are you speaking about in, in regards to Yum Yum? Yeah, or well, I mean, pants? well, we'll start with Yum Yum okay. because that's kind of the topic right now. That's where we're at. So where would you get the inspiration for the flavors? Did you, you know, I'm guessing you, you played around in the kitchen a lot. So I'm definitely inclined. So I, I can cook and I can bake, easy. And I when I'm in the kitchen, I don't follow recipes. It's very natural. To That's me. how he so, cooks. I'm, yeah, I mean, so I'm you, jealous of it. I know, me too. So you have that inclination. You know, mm-hmm. you know food. You know flavors. And maybe you don't have that formal training, but um, if you ever put yourself to task in an environment where you have to, you know, create recipes around it, you're you're probably able to do that. So sure. that's kind of where I was with Yum Yum. Um, people would give us you know, these, these interesting flavor profiles, everything was always, it was a lot of pressure, but everything was always, um, you know, a challenge each month to, to, all right, someone wants, you know, a, I don't know, lemon meringue. Great. How are we going to present that in a cupcake form? You know, I think the hard part too, would be to bake it in a large scale. Like, you know, it's easy to, you know, if you're making a meal or something for the two of you, get a pan and throw a little of this, a little of that. But if you're making like, a hundred cupcakes you're gonna have to put like a whole cup or a, a whole bunch of something in and add that element of florida heat yeah. so mm-hmm. you know things and we had uh systems to where the cupcakes were cooled but i mean at the end of the day if a truck had to drive out to lakeland for something again you know, the food truck and then serve it was 100 degrees out like a lemon meringue cupcake might not do as well as it right. did in, in inside and so those ele- the natural elements of the food truck world really made his job a little bit more difficult because we had to take scale, like you said, yeah. and then also how the venue of actually how we were serving them. Yeah. Yeah. And actually it's funny because during the cold months we would we would send the cupcakes out and they would have they would have we would bake them, we would chill put them, them in we would chill them in a refrigerator. We would have them in these refrigerated um, bags in the in the like on shelving right. in the truck so that and but in the cold months it was so cold that they would never like thaw out and warm up you know so it, it was never frozen but it was like a hard you know baked good because it was right. cold you know right. and so we had the opposite to, you know during those months we'd have to right. leave it out never, good thing never... those months are very few and far between. yeah, yeah. Like, it was yeah. literally like a few nights like maybe two years. nights of the yes, whole year yeah. um, but you know logistics you you kind yeah, of yeah. just you so what flexible. when did yum yum wind down and come to an end so Alex and I, you know, we were, I mean, we were moving and grooving with it. And we, we were up to, we had two full-time employees in addition to ourselves. We had like eight other part-time employees on staff, two trucks, you know, contracts with Disney and all these places. It's a big operation. Yeah. We were running an operation. What was your contract with Disney? Were you providing them with cupcakes? It was, uh, it was multi-tiered, but it was, uh, <laughs> we, we would vend um, at key events to, okay. to guests. So 
the marathons, they would always have... So, a like, you'd pull the truck in. Pull the truck Got in. Mm-hmm. We would, so we would vend a lot of times at uh, ESPN Wide World of Sports, because they would... ESPN Wide, Wide World of Sports, they would have... You know, that place will be empty for a week, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden they'll have 15,000 yeah, cheerleaders yeah. there. And so from a food concession standpoint, they love food trucks there because... They didn't have to do anything, just bring them in. Yeah. And then they wheel them out. The problem is, Disney has stringent health and cleaning codes, and so they didn't... All the food trucks were clean, but Disney standards are insane. Uh, so Alex, Alex put together an amazing program, and that we so their inspectors came to our facility. Now, like the state would come out and inspect us, they had nothing on Disney inspectors. I mean, these people <laughs> would put on the white glove and do the, run their oh. finger across every surface, check every nook and cranny. Wow! And oh, so, wow. oh my God, oh, yeah. the, the Disney inspection, like surprise inspection type thing, or no, it was always planned. But I mean, it was. Um, but we maintained our our kitchen. We maintained our facility and our trucks at that standard at all times. To Disney period. standards, yes, yeah. Yeah. Dis- yeah. yes, and their standards are insane. But it taught us a lot about, I think, that that industry here in Orlando. You know, you can get away with a lot, I think, in other cities, but because. It, Disney kind of sets that standard of, of hospitality or cleanliness. Like everyone kind of has to abide by it. But so we would serve a lot at, at those sorts of events. And were you going to say something? No. Oh. And um, I thought you were counting like the seconds until I shut up. But um, they uh, we would also serve cast members. Yeah. So we would wheel the trucks into like the like great Magic Kingdom, right behind Main Street. Yep. Yeah. Backstage. Yeah. Backstage. All of. The, Epcot, every theme park. Um, and, the, and the warehouses where they don't have any sort of dining facility mm-hmm. for their employees, they would they would bring food trucks in to serve them. Okay, so cool. we would be a part of that. And then we also did catering for them. For Disney. Yeah, so they would, in addition to... So those, you know, it's actually really cool. And on, when we were at Magic Kingdom at serving the cast members, all of the uh, Main Street cast members, like the ones that are like the mayor and the mayor's wife, they mm-hmm. all used to come in their mm-hmm. costumes. We actually <laughs> snuck a couple pictures of Goofy with the cupcakes that mm-hmm. like, I was told to put down. I mean, that's a, <laughs> that's a huge deal to that have a big deal. that expansive, mul- like you said, multi-tiered with Disney. Crazy. I mean, that's a huge deal. Oh, it was awesome. And then they would, when they ordered catering for their employees, it'd be like, okay, we need 20,000 cupcakes by Thursday. We'd be like, oh my God, you know, and so. Okay. Yeah. Happy <laughs> uh, to do it. And then that right. started to happen with UCF. Uh, Universal engaged with us on a little bit. Um, Rollins, those sorts of places. So it was growing, but and Alex and I were happy with it. But really, the the disconnect started to happen. A couple of things. One, cupcakes were great, but you know, if we didn't if we didn't stop doing it now, when were we gonna stop? Mm-hmm. And were we gonna be fifty years old selling cupcakes? Out like of food you truck? you kind of like stopped while you were on top, basically. Right, it's like Seinfeld. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and so we were looking at you know where we were at, and it was like okay, well now might be a good time to exit, but the there was a, a slight disconnect, and that's kind of what leads us to hungry pants. There's a slight disconnect with the food. So sure, we love cup. I mean, we I have a huge sweet tooth, but. Alex and I, we we really at home we tried to eat a little bit more whole foods and balanced foods, right. and it and there was a little bit of like a disconnect with not being able to do that from what we were serving, like going right. out, getting up and going. That's to work an every interesting. Day. Like you, you're like almost getting tired of yeah. It's you, you disconnect from it because you can't eat that all the time. Right. There's almost you an can't. inauthenticity about it because even though we enjoyed it, like I can't eat a ton of dairy so like i can't eat a cupcake all the time because there's dairy in the frosting you know so it become you know you're selling a product that you don't get to indulge in as much in you know it's hard to make ten thousand cupcakes like a week that you're you know you're just kind of like oh my god like it you know and so i think 
we um, also people would contact us about buying it. Um, we, I mean, we'd have people from Miami all you know, always be contacting buying us. the business as a whole. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and or eventually franchising. Franchising. Or, I mean, and we were always saying no, 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 but eventually someone came along that we were interested in selling to, and that's what happened. We sold it okay. in its entirety. Um, oh, okay. Un- unfortunately, like four months later, he closed the business. So, are you gonna have yum yum cupcakes at your new restaurant? That or or did you question. sell away the rights to use well, that he name? He closed or... business, and so this so, is the... Yeah, we, we that only would had be non-compete. pretty cool. We only had a three-year non-compete. And he closed the business. Anyway. So, but, so, obviously, we have all of the recipes. We were, I mean, right. so... I think that's something to think about. I don't know if we'll do cupcakes. No. <laughs> I don't know if we'll maybe do it in cake format. I don't know. We def- Dessert is definitely kind of part sure. of yeah. the ethos of, of Hungry Pants as a brand. I mean, it's a part of who we are. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll definitely see a nod to some of our yum yum. So <clears throat> that brings us to kind of the big topic at hand is Hungry Pants and what is going to be happening at Hungry Pants and what it is. and Give us the vibe. So where did you come up with the name Hungry Pants? So, that's a great question. So, Alex has always had a habit of putting pants on the end of things. So, we used to have a dog. <laughs> we used to call him Duty Pants. Yeah. And it was always like, you're sa- you've stopped being sassy pants. Always a something right. pants on the end of it. And when we, um, once we had created kind of the concept and the vibe and all that, we're like, okay, we got to name this thing. He was coming up with all these weird names. And oh, Wait a minute. I wasn't coming up with weird no. names. I was coming up with very restaurant-y names. They were very, like... like yeah, like, like seed and plow. And yeah, very. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was very. And I was like restaurant. I was like, oh, I was like, we were walking the dogs. I remember, it was like, stop with these names. Like very basic. Very like basic. yeah, very like hotel restaurant names. But what what were you coming up with? I was coming up with. <laughs> I know. I was only critiquing. But you're like no, no. <laughs> so I said, what do you want to call it, Joey? Hungry pants? And I was like, wait a second. Yeah. Yes, I do. And he was like, I was kidding. I was like, no, that's that's a great name because it's so authentically us it's silly it's, you know it's playful and it kind of like i don't know it just it playful, made us it, yeah. it made us feel like happy a yum yum yeah. vibe you know yum yum always had that kind of happy mm-hmm. playful vibe and hungry pants just kind of sewed it all up and the other thing though and we can get into the menu in a bit the whole menu is designed it's we call it plant curious the menu right which is one of our questions because that's kind of the description i think that's on your instagram right now yes uh that it is plant curious, so we wanted to know what does plant curious hashtag mean? plant curious hashtag plant curious make it a thing. Um, so <laughs> actually, it. let's click on that and see. There's if a we few. Uh, on... There's a lot of CrossFit gyms that like <laughs> say like. Well, it's a new hashtag because there's only thirteen. Oh. It says that there's thirteen hundred posts, so it looks like you're gonna be able to dominate that hashtag. Oh. Someone posted something here. Who posted Our this? Photographer Arlene Leboy. Yep. Yeah. Of yep. Arlene Oh, we follow that lady. She follows yeah. you too, I think. Oh, maybe she wants to be on the podcast. She's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I think we do follow her. Okay. We do. So, uh, Plant Curious. Plant Curious. So, really Plant Curious, and this really sums up the, the vibe of the menu, is think about experimenting. Mm-hmm. You know, you're experimenting, you're curious about things that maybe aren't your norm. But you don't necessarily want to give up your norm, but you just want to indulge a little bit. You want to dabble. You want to dabble. You might go back to what you love, but you still like to dabble. Mm -hmm. You're plant curious. Okay. And so the menu is really designed to be 
this um, way for people to enjoy the foods they love, but also dabble in foods that they maybe haven't tried. And so, you know, instead of being, we're vegan, we're vegetarian, or whatever it is, we don't feel like there needs to be a label on on menus. It's 2019, people. You know, you want to be... Um, if you want to eat fish but not cheese but maybe have a hamburger every other day you know like you can do whatever you want and mm-hmm. so the menu is really designed to reflect how we feel like people in Orlando really eat and so you'll see um, a lot of the dishes they're built around plant based foods and so instead of meat being at the center of the plate it's vegetables but then meat and stuff like that is layered in throughout the menu so it's not the focus of the menu yeah. so it seems like it could be a good place to eat you know sometimes your friend, somebody in your friend group might be yes. vegan or vegetarian, but you're like, oh, I don't want to eat any of that stuff. Right. This exactly. can be a place where you can come together and dine and meet everyone's needs. That's that's literally and, what we put in our business yeah. plan. I yeah, mean, it, uh, Hungry Pants is designed for, for everyone, right? I mean, if there's four people at a table and they all have a different concept of health or a way of eating or whatever the case, you know, everyone can come and find something on the menu. So there's there there's grilled tofu on the menu, but there's also a grass fed hamburger. There's mac and cheese. I mean, there's there's everything, and but every the all the menu items are meant to be very like still very filling and good, and you know not fussy at all. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that's where Hungry Pants fits so well because it's not we're not hitting people over the head with health right. or you know vegetables. It's still <laughs> supposed to be fun and playful. What. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, with a touch of health. I love love this concept because I think that um, there's two extremes right now. There's, you're either going to be eating, like last night we ate a pom pom, which was really good, but I mean, they're just all, you know, grilled cheese sandwiches. Um, Or you have these places that are so, like, this is what we are in terms of we're vegan, we're raw, or whatever. It can be very off putting to somebody that's not. Like, Definitely, I I go to a lot of those places because I eat that way. But I there's I can't convince people, certain friends of mine, to go because they're like I can't one, I can't get anything I like there, and two, I I don't even it's the marketing like might not speak to them. You well, know, and some of it, I, I mean, listen, I'm I'm into a lot of those places, so I'm not gonna. But some of it can be a little bit crunchy, crunchy, and a little bit granola for people. Mm-hmm. But on this on as you were saying, you know. I also am not going to go to a barbecue place all the time because yeah, I don't like eat barbecue fatty, like or like lot, big portions. The only vegetable you find is a is a is a French fry sometimes, yeah, right. and it's like okay, there's definitely got to be a place in the middle. A middle and that's ground. That's what this is. Yeah, I love that. Sounds good. Yeah, and so the the idea is that you know you um and it's a casual place. So the menu it's sandwiches, salads, bowls, um, sides, shareable plates. Um, and everything is meant to be layered, so you know. So, what is the service going to be like? Is it going to be a, a quick counter service? Is it going to be sit down? It's a hybrid model. That's okay. the other kind of cool part about. So, plant curious is like this one sort of from a menu perspective, something we're trying to introduce. And then the second thing um, is the service model, which is called something called fast find. And this was another um, thing that we were inspired by from the West Coast. Um, so, you have fast casual, which you think Chipotle, right? You go mm-hmm. up, You, I want beans, I rise, and blah, blah, blah. And then you also have traditional restaurants where you sit and get waited on. Um, there's something in the middle, and that's fast, fine. And so, you know, you definitely, the service is meant to be casual and quick, and the value of a fast, casual restaurant is there. So something on the affordable side. But from an atmosphere, 
element and from a um, food quality standpoint, it's a little bit more elevated. Mm-hmm. And so we're not the first restaurant in Orlando to be fast fine, but I don't know if people call themselves that. So you might think of Black Bean Deli, mm-hmm. Black Rooster, Pig Floyd's. They do a really good job of being that hybrid. You know, you feel like you're in a restaurant, not a cafeteria, but it is yeah. quick and it is a good value. I mean, and you're going to be eating off of a plate and not out of a basket with a piece of paper in it. You know, right. it's not all disposables or, or, or plastic cups. You know, we have glassware. So it'll be you know. the, the uh, once you order, I'm guessing you're going to order at a counter. Yeah. And then will your meal be brought to you? Yes, okay. exactly. Exactly. Um, you won't bust your own beverages. You won't bust your own table. I mean, are we, are we going to have paper straws? Yes. Actually, oh, wait. Actually, have you seen no. those really fun not paper straws? I'm wrong. No. <laughs> Take that back. Have you seen those hay straws? No. So like they're actually really awesome. It's hay, and just so you know, it's really cool. there's different levels of paper straws you can get. There there's, are different levels. There are ones that last for hours, and there are ones that last for twenty minutes. So yeah, I can't do it. Okay, we're looking up hay straws on the internet right now. It's like, you know, Disney has recently gone no. paper straws property I wide. I go to the Polynesian Resort. You must be doing the cheap ones, though. That I buy this, yeah, I buy this expensive $14 frozen drink. You I don't even, even get halfway it. through it before the straw breaks in half. Is this actually hay, these straws? This is actually hay, and it sips really well, and it, it doesn't... It kind of looks like bamboo a little bit. It doesn't break down it's hard. in your beverage. And I, I think it's such a great, brilliant product is it and affordable though for probably expensive, um huh? probably not but you know you have to <laughs> you know make sacrifices there's certain things that are not, every menu there's certain <laughs> things that are not expensive just at, at yum yum there were certain like we everything at yum yum was from scratch everything and so at hungry pants everything is also every dressing sauce everything that we can make is made in house sometimes it's not expensive but it is the right way to do it and so just like the straws you know we'll take a hit there yeah <laughs> so are you having these straws I, we're working on it. We're, yeah. you're working. I, I want those straws. Okay. If not... Did you get samples? <laughs> have you tried them? Yeah. I that's... think that's what we need to do. We need to call the vendors. We need to get samples. <laughs> I have we one need in this cucumber do... water right now, I think. Yeah. Like, I will help you if you need to do real-life testing because, you know, that's... A sip test. It's all about the details when it comes to a business. It, I agree. Quite frankly, as a consumer who is picky, it's all about the details. I 100% agree. <laughs> and if I have a shitty straw... You're out. Forget it. It's done. But doesn't it also kind of like fit in with the whole yeah. like plant curious? It, well, yeah, concept? plant curious. Plus, it's kind of fun, like a hay straw. Yeah, yeah, you know, a hay straw. Yeah, it's but we do. <laughs> it was interesting to me when we were meeting with our paper rep is that I always thought there was one type of paper straw, but there's not. You can really you can buy a little more expensive, more durable ones, ones that don't break down. And so I just I've never had one of those. But um, I love how we're on the topic of. Straws. Details. Well, it, it's kind of a hot issue right now it is because a hot they issue suck, right now. but they are good for the environment. And yeah. so, you know, where is that happy place? Straw curious is what we're gonna. That's where we're going with this. <laughs> Hashtag straw curious. Yes. <laughs> you fun. can also, you know, what I would like to see businesses do, like, offer me, you know, like IKEA. You can buy a bag. Yeah. I would buy a dollar uh, metal straw. Yeah. Use it, and I would throw it in the trash probably. Yeah. Just to avoid the paper straw. You hate it that much. I hate it that much. I don't like your paper straws either. He it literally ruins my them. beverage experience. Mm-hmm. And they taste bad. Are you not so I, say, I don't mind them. I do. I do. I actually go strawless a lot. I don't like straws. And I like I like to feel the ice. I do on my <laughs> Okay. We're, we can't get off the straw. We're so while we're on the topic of straws, w- beverages, is there going to be any We having beverages? alcohol here? Yes. 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> Beer and wine. Um, and then we have these, well, and there's really great um, iced teas, mm-hmm. like flavored iced teas. And then we have these really awesome natural sodas that we make in-house. And This is a new thing, too. They're awesome. Where um, What restaurant did we just start going to that has these? Mm. Oh, uh, Mia's has uh, craft Mia? sodas or something. Yeah. These all of our syrups are going to be scratch made. So like wow. the syrup is scratch made. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Like we that's everything. We yeah. So the lavender, the we have a lavender cream soda, and it's oh, actually really? like we take lavender oh. seeds and boil them down with sugar, <laughs> wow. and make the syrup, and then it's we put oat milk in it and soda water. Oh my god, this drink's amazing. And so this the sodas are really. So see. That amazing drink, you don't want to ruin that with the <laughs> <laughs> no, You don't want to boil down seeds and mix syrup and then put a paper straw in that. No. Have we guys, can't do it. Have you guys tried oat milk? No. I, I've tried oat milk, yeah. It's really, like, texture-wise and flavor-wise, it's it's really, really tasty. Where have yeah. we tried oat milk? In coffee or? Yeah. I, just bu- I bought it for the house for, the co- for coffee. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. Do you like it? Yeah, I like yeah. oat milk. Yeah. We make it. We make the cream soda with that. So it's. Are you it, making your own oat milk? No. No. Okay. <laughs> no, I, we're buying the oat milk. <laughs> Did you have, do you have a cow out back? Yeah. You know. That's awesome. Yeah. So and but kind of the cool thing about it is, and this is something that we were going back and forth about, but we're really committed to this now. Is not we're not going to have a soda fountain, and it's not that we're anti-soda, um, but we have these really beautiful like natural sodas that we'll be making in-house from scratch and we have a great tea program and we'll have um uh filtered you know filtered water and you know all this stuff i don't think we need the soda fountain and i know that's going to be controversial and i know we're in central florida and in the south in general and soda, you know but we, we we did go back and forth and we think Hungry Pants, it, it, it should not have a For the brand. Problem. For the you brand, know, yeah. You don't have to, to stay sell, on brand. I you don't have like... to sell me on that because, yeah. you know, I, I don't really do soda. So uh, I think it's great. We A few of our friends are like, you got to have Diet Coke. And I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Diet Coke. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Diet which, Coke. You know, we're just not. Hungry Pants, it's meant to be approachable and fun and playful. And the food's supposed to be really colorful and bright. But there's certain things that, like, we just want to... That's why with the cupcakes, like, well, maybe they're not cupcakes, but maybe we're serving the cake in a different way. Sure. Um, and so even the beverages, we just want to serve it in a way that's unique to There's the a brand. point of view. And we just want to stick to the point of view. I like it. I mean, you, I have, like to, you have to have a, vi- you know, you have to have a vision for what it's going to be. Yeah. And if you, you know, fall out of that vision, it's not going to be. And like be... you learned before, don't listen to anyone else. Because if you would have listened to that reporter that wrote that article and gotten down and changed Nasty your mind about lady. things, yeah. you know. You know, it's funny. We when we first opened Yum Yum, everyone's like, "You gotta have milk. You gotta have milk and cupcakes." Milk and so we went and found a distributor for the milk. We paid all this money for milk. When I say not one person, I, I would or, never. I don't think I would buy. It was milk. like ninety five degrees because nobody yeah. nobody no. wants to drink milk but it, in the you, heat. Every every. every yeah. Everybody. Everybody was like, Where's you have milk? to have milk. You don't have milk? And then we ordered the milk, and then no one wanted the milk. And so it's like, you know what? We just have to listen to you know. Listen to your gut. Yeah. 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 So. Um, so tell us about the space. Uh, where are you guys going to be? So, um, have you ever heard of Carol's Place? 
over on South Orange. I have not heard of Carol's Place. I, I just saw it on an Instagram post that they were boohooing, like, oh, it's the last day. We have to everybody go and they were have open... your last meal. <laughs> and I was like, I've never even heard of this place. They were but really... we, you know, we live over here, so we don't know about actually a lot of things like that are downtown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Out of the, um, so Carol's Place was in, it's in Soto, which mm-hmm. um, is the marketing name given to south of downtown. Right. <laughs> Everyone knows it for the Target on South Orange <laughs> Avenue, but it's a really great neighborhood. It's, you have the hospital and then you have Delaney Park and Conway. And it's really all these neighborhoods that are like right there. Belle Isle. And yet for years, that whole side of 408 really has kind of been ignored. Like everything's Winter Park, Mills 50. Um, so, but there's a ton of people that live over there. Right. And so it's a really great location. It's right on South Orange Avenue. It's a standalone building. It's not in a shopping center. Um, we have our own parking lot, which we know parking's huge with people. So we're like super, like we pinch ourselves with this location. But um, Well, you ca- said before we got, I think before we got on air or on the mics is that you had been looking for a while right we had we've been we've been looking since before january and um it took us a long time to find the space and we had a couple near you know near misses um with a couple spaces and we decided not to move forward with those and um thank goodness because this this location on south orange is 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 an awesome location for hunger camps you know orlando's changed a lot since we left i mean in our heads it was like yesterday i was saying to you but really it's we left well we came back a year and a half ago but it's been five years since we closed yum yum it's oh long it's time. changed Ooh, right a and lot. so you so know, did you you left after yum yum yeah we we like sold yum yum and moved like oh okay got on a plane and left <laughs> I don't, again i don't it was we it was, ultimately like the day i woke up back in philly it was the wrong moved, decision i was like alex what did we do why am i here <laughs> it's so cold and it's dark and people are mean get me so, out Okay, let me just get this straight. So it's been a lot. It's hard. San it's Francisco hard. from here, San Francisco, Philly, then here for oh Yum God, Yum, yes. and then back, back to, to Philly. Philly. Yes, and then but we haven't talked about it yet. And then we went to Dallas for two years. <laughs> <laughs> and then what was going on in Dallas? Uh, I we got it. We had a job opportunity. Okay, he week. worked in a hotel. He, he ran a hotel out there, and then yeah. okay, I worked in a magazine. Kind of what we did before Yum Yum. He was always in hotels. I was working the magazine. So, is hotels out of your system, or are we thinking about opening a hotel? Until we're ready to open a hotel, <laughs> it's out of my system. <laughs> Sleepy pants. <laughs> Actually, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. And then you can add your second hungry pants into the hotel. Like yeah. that'll be the fine yes. dining for the hotel. Is there or any, it'll like, just be a bar and it'll only be thirsty pants. Is there any yeah. like <laughs> is there any like CD motels in that area that need to be transformed We're, into CD uh, pants? I'll tell you what. My would our cool. dream would be to have hungry pants like a few hungry a B&B pants locations or that would be able to get us to the point where maybe we could afford to buy like a really cool old motel or yes. from B and B. We love uh, little boutique hotels when we travel we try to stay the best. Like, Why stay anywhere places else? if you can that you are know? themed and we actually, um, I think Alex and I, we just, I, we love to host people. And like, I think that's why that's what it is. people are like, why do you like the restaurant business? But like, we just love creating an atmosphere yeah. and just bringing people in and talking. Like, that's why we love Yum Yum so much mm-hmm. is because there was that constant interaction. It was a little world that we created. And so an inn or a hotel speaks, I think, to that same sort of language. And I, we would love to. Look at the glimmer in his eye. He's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's true. It's true. We, yeah. we love to host. We love to entertain. And it's something that we. Do you guys really... do Airbnb at your house? You know, uh, we have too many. We have two dogs, two cats. They're all insane. <laughs> yeah. 
No. no. <laughs> I wish we could, though, because we do... We, do. we have a lot of family that travels in and out of town, so it yeah. seems like an air. We should be charging Just, for it. Yeah, nobody pays us. That's it's all on our own dime. So you have your own parking spot. You have your own standalone building. Yeah, uh, super excited. So, uh, where, what's the status of? Did Carol's just close recently, or? Yeah, she um, she was. Carol's has been open for nineteen years, and and the woman that was running it, um, not fire. Carol, Linda. Uh, <laughs> she, she was like poor Carol my yeah. name's Linda and yeah, she's yeah. retiring <laughs> but um, yeah she was retiring she was just kind of you know done ready to take her hat off with the food and beverage and breakfast restaurants are they're t- it's a tough it's business a, it yeah. is a tough business up at 5 a.m. you know yeah, it's, it's demanding yeah. so but she's also the landlord so yeah. she oh okay yeah so she's now she just is collecting the rent and, and managing the property, yeah. yeah. I mean, she's you know she's worked, she's put in her dues, right? And so it's a it's a great scenario. She was ready to step away, and then you know she wanted to lease the building. The cool part is, and I've said this a couple of times now, is that she could have sold to a developer. They could have tore it down, built up something we didn't need. But she decided to keep it and rent to two local people, mm-hmm. and that was one of the you know it was really. And this is what I was saying earlier with Orlando changing. It was really hard to find a space. It was hard to find a vacant space where the landlord would rent to people like us that didn't have 15 locations. And right. Yeah. Because in this market, you could walk into a location or you could um, walk into a space and say, oh, I have 40 locations and you'll get that over us any day. Mm-hmm. Because if they don't, landlords don't care that yeah. we're real, you know, a local business like that's creative and interesting is better than a dental Because that's you know, a little a bit chain. of a risk. To, you know. We are a risk. Yeah. And in a good economy, why take the risk? So... We were lucky to find the space we did because it was really hard. Um, we were looking at places like Baldwin Park, and they just don't... I mean, they're not built to, to lease to people like us. Yeah. They're built to lease to people with a lot of money. They right. want to lease to people like us, but it, you know, you're know, you talking to someone out in Dallas, Texas, who's completely disconnected, removed, removed disconnected. and yeah. disconnected from Baldwin Park, and, and that makes it hard for them. To, so when does um, build-out start? Uh, it's starting. Alex, Alex <laughs> is building out all day today. Yeah. yeah. So we're doing... The great thing about the space is that it's a second generation space. So it doesn't need a huge... It needs, it needs like a facelift. Maybe like a, a, a little bit of filler, but no no actual... No, I would say if life. we're comparing it to plastic surgery, there's no incisions. It's just injectables. Yeah, yeah. Just injections. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. So... Um, For our Botox fans. <laughs> <laughs> so what is your... What's your... What's the vibe of the decor? Um, we're, if you're ready to reveal that, yeah, yeah, I think uh, ultimate. The easiest way to describe it um, is is it's a little bit of uh, it's what Joey and I. It's 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 a piece of our home. Like it, there's all this. We have this beautiful little cottage in 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 College Park, and the kitchen is wrapped in horizontal um, uh, pine wood, right. All, all throughout painted white and we're bringing some of that element in, into the restaurant mm-hmm. we're doing really f- beautiful um, refinished cement floors and we have all these great bright colors that are part of the brand so really light bright white walls beautiful art and and just a really happy um, sun-filled space yeah so I yeah, that and from a brand perspective, <laughs> Yum Yum. <laughs> I didn't do good enough. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. The people aren't eating in our living room though, so <laughs> you're like, you know, our bedroom has linen sheets and no, I'm kidding. Um, no. But that's what the napkins will be. <laughs> yeah, they're modeled after our bedroom sheets. <laughs> 
Now, from a from a brand perspective, you know, we we actually worked with um, someone named Sean Walsh. He has Secret Society. He does all the really cool pins. Oh my and stuff. gosh, I yes. love I love their stuff. It's yeah, so cool. He's That's really great. he's a local artist, <laughs> and he helped us a lot with Yum Yum when we had it. And he was just starting out in his freelance career, so it was kind of a natural fit for when we. We were... need him to do a logo for us. Oh my, no. he's amazing. He's actually a really great person to talk to too. Just in, he's he just is really. Um, I think has done a lot of cool projects and I loved uh, we did the indoor flea yeah and I love his booth it's so like yeah, it's like, spooky yeah just really cool the cool stuff and yeah. you bought, he Very bought styled. a patch to yeah, put on a patch on I had the, the uh, Orlando is okay t-shirt oh with the skeleton yeah, 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 yeah. like that yeah yeah um, so he's he created our whole it was natural for us to kind of contact him and say let's talk hungry pants and so we kind of went to him with this um you know, Yum Yum was very literally, it was a very literal kitsch. It was 1950s. Mm-hmm. Very retro. Jet, retro, Jetsonian, like, atomic era kitsch. And Alex and I love that style, but Hungry Pants is like a more grown-up version. So it's very light and bright, like Alex was saying. But there's still these playful elements that are like, it's more Palm Springs and less, you know. That's kind of the vibe I get from the, the it written out in the, the logo. Yes. Um, so I, if you look at the P's. And I the like the carries. H. I love the font. So the it. font, very I said much. to him, cool. my favorite thing in the world, not favorite, that's a very yeah, good <laughs> <laughs> when, when it comes to typeface. Really, What's about ready to come out of yeah. your favorite thing in the world? Someone's really Better have the right answer. The no, no, no. It's you. Um, when it comes to like font styles, um, I really love like the old department store logos from the 1960s. Like, the only one that really is left is Neiman Marcus. It's, mm-hmm. it's the right, signature. Clean lines. Yeah. Lord and so, Taylor. Lord and Taylor. It's literally the yes. signature. And so if you, you know, growing up, we had a few of those, um, like John Wanamaker's in Philly, and it was his signature. So I, I showed Sean a bunch of these, and I said, can you create something that looks like I a see signature it. of a department store? So he... The P is, is like, yeah, I yes, love it. This is a hand-drawn, I mean, he drew it. Um, so it's not, a, it's not a font that you bought. Um, it's really fun. And so, you know, looking at that kind of 1960s department store, we went with this California Palm Springs, not kitschy, you know, but still has that vintage elements in it. Um, yeah, like Alex said, very bright and sun, sunshine filled. And I think doing that gives it a little bit of nostalgia mm-hmm. and like it's a subconscious thing that you connect with. Yes. Like you, you know, it, you look at that logo and you look at the brand and the food and everything needs to be something that you relate to and you feel like you have a connection to. I mean, with so. with a name like Hungry Pants, which is already fun and it has a fun connotation, you could have gone a different direction with it. But I like this direction because it kind of elevates. You hit the nail in, in a way. And so the first thing we said to each other was, if it's the name Hungry Pants, it has everything up. It can't be kitschy and can't be. It has to be. A little bit more of what you said elevated right. and so we're trying to be authentic to our kind of love of all things retro but also be elevated like Orlando's grown up since Yum Yum we've grown up since Yum Yum mm-hmm. and this is what yeah. Hungry Pants is right. yeah but yeah it, it, Yum Yum was our 20s and Hungry Pants is our 30s <laughs> and you see that it's believe it or not I'm in my 30s yeah okay. <laughs> minus the injectables <laughs> the injectables <laughs> yes. um so yeah, it's a really we're really excited with the space. Um, we hope to be open two months. Okay. So because it's not a full build out, it's cosmetic. Um, I think we can get it going pretty soon. Um, and the menu's already been flushed out, and um, 
We're really excited about the menu. That's really a fun part of it. So then the menu is you, Alex? Who who developed the menu? Is it you? Yeah. Um, I think, well, no, everything's everything's collaborative. So right. <laughs> everything's collaborative. Uh, Joey and I both had this idea of where we wanted to go. Um, I'm not a chef. We actually engaged a chef that um, is, is a cousin of mine, but she's a fantastic chef for celebrities um, and ha- has... Uh, worked for the last 15 years in Manhattan and Nashville. Gosh, you guys have like the best connections. Well, you know, she's really talented. And what's really cool about her is that her background is is health, like a macrobiotics. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, wow. And then also a classically trained chef. So That's we, a great marriage. Yeah, so a lot. some of the recipes were things that we've already been working on at, at our home. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some of these, we, we kind of engaged with her and we said, this is kind of the what Hungry Pants is. Um, and Much like the brand and, and Sean yeah. from Secret Society. Like, you know, we there's an idea and, like, help us execute this mm-hmm. with your expertise. And that's what we did with her. And, and what, what was nice about that is that she really gave us some of those little foodie elements that, that elevate each dish and, and make, sh- <laughs> make sure that it's not something that you would be able to necessarily replicate at home. It, it really becomes a very special dish each each uh, menu item. So, have you hired your kitchen staff then? No. Or that's <laughs> well, that's something we have, that we you we've hired on. one. Uh, we've hired a kitchen manager, um, and he's local here. And he um, has been a general manager of a of a fast casual restaurant downtown for the last nine years. He's really talented, um, and he has really he has more of a raw talent and, a, and an eye for detail and plating and presentation. Yes, that's um, what you need. Yeah, yeah, he's, a, he's key to this whole thing. Yeah. So he's not gonna. We don't have a, we don't have the need for an in house chef because it's the food is already designed, but he will really be the guy in the kitchen leading the the kitchen crew. Right. So the head, you know, he'll he'll be that acting chef. He's just not creating the dishes. Um, and we'll be in there as well, just as we were always involved. You all, I mean, yeah. I was I mean, you're, dishwasher you're, for yeah, five years. Yeah, you're again. always involved in something. <laughs> it's not all, I'm like, marketing, marketing, but really, I was like cleaning right. dishes. Like, <laughs> nine hours a day. Accounting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm prep cook. I'm, I, was know, ja- I was janitor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're always doing something. Yeah. Are you going to be doing brunch? Because, you know, brunch is pretty popular in Can Orlando. I say you guys are asking such good questions. Yeah. These are all, like, all the things that you guys are good at. We are, uh, and I'll tell you, breakfast is like my number one meal of the day. Like I could eat, I love breakfast. I can, I love going out to breakfast. Breakfast food is really good. I love making breakfast, being creative around breakfast. He loves saying breakfast. I'll say it one more time. Breakfast pants. Yeah, (laughs) I'm a breakfast pants. So when we when we initially wrote the menu for Hungry Pants, we wrote it for a lunch dinner, uh, as a lunch dinner menu. Um, and then based on the location, we know that we can add in a breakfast menu. So the menu hasn't been written formally mm-hmm. for breakfast and brunch. Because but everybody that went to Carol's, they're going to be looking for a new spot. I know. Get that breakfast. They're not going to. The Carol's just can't let like them down. You're so on. <laughs> Turned off. With a little different. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, maybe. maybe the, yeah. <laughs> you need to win them over. Yeah. yeah. But breakfast is definitely on its way as well. We'll probably open that uh, or introduce breakfast a couple months in. So do you have a teaser for breakfast of like something you're thinking about in terms of a dish? Oh my gosh, so many. Well, I'll tell you. Just one thing. Okay, I'm going to, well, one thing that I will say I want to bring to Orlando because it doesn't exist here um, is. uh, That we know of. 
Yeah. I was going to say, that's a big statement. Like, my favorite thing. Yeah, my favorite thing <laughs> is, is going to be a signatures picture. of department stores from the 1930s. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite thing in the world is. Uh, <laughs> no, we, we found this dish while we were in Texas, and it's on every breakfast menu in Texas. But okay. It, it's not here. Uh, our uh, Migas. Okay, what is it? And oh, they're scrambled eggs with tortilla okay. strips in it. Huh. And it's amazing. And it's on every menu in every restaurant. Every in menu. Hmm. On every so, you know, migas, migas. I, I definitely. Which I think means I don't know what it means. That, that doesn't. No. Friends? No, that's I mean, amigas. Amigos. That's amigas. Yeah. <laughs> Does no. it mean like eggs? No, well, that's huevos. Oh, that's yeah. a huevo. <laughs> um, okay, that's cool. So that's one thing. But we also, Joey and I, um, on the weekends, will make this um, really good cauliflower. Um, we might want to edit that part out because we don't want anyone to steal your idea before you get it oh, out the there. Yeah, there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, well, you heard it here first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you call it when you uh, when you have to copyright. put the little yeah trademark. copyright yeah. It, trademark? <laughs> so the cauliflower. What were you saying about the cauliflower? Oh, it basically, we make this really good cauliflower wrap, which sounds weird, but mm-hmm. you spice it and you you saute it and then you put some some uh, breakfast sausage in it like obviously we would do a a vegetable based breakfast sausage but it's an awesome like breakfast uh, burrito essentially the tortilla is is cauliflower no the the innards the the, the filler so instead of doing you know sometimes they have like cauliflower pizza the crust is all cauliflower to work with (laughs) (laughs) so that's those are some ideas but you know interesting and then and the menu itself um you know it's the Hungry Pants lunch and dinner menu. It's really meant to be. Um, it's. I want to say it's like food that you're used to and you're comfortable with, but like it has that classic Orlando spin on it. So there's a lot of Asian influence, a lot of Spanish influence. So it's you know, Orlando's food scene is pretty diverse, and so we wanted the menu to reflect, you know, that 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 sliver of space between comfort food and sort of like more exotic. food. Well, it yeah. seems like there's there's comfort levels for everyone. Whether right, what does that mean? You're right. You know, whether you're looking to stay, you know, cleaner. Vegan, keto. Yeah. yeah. Right. Whether you want a full fatty meal. Yeah. 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 Yeah, honestly, that's, that's the whole idea. You can kind of pick and choose whatever you like. I'm really excited about, like, the sides on the menu. They all have three or four different components. So it's not just, like, you're not just getting... I don't know, steamed broccoli, and that's what it is. Or the vegetable medley. You know, right. it's, you know like, it does a sad, sad yeah. vegetable <laughs> yeah, I mean, Everything has a, has a really interesting Well, uh, the pictures uh, look beautiful from the photo shoot. Uh, are... I want that shrimp. <laughs> I love shrimp. What are you doing with shrimp? <sighs> what are the shrimp? Oh, the shrimp are on. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Someone's been building out a restaurant all day. <laughs> The shrimps on one of our our um, share uh, plates. So we we have this one share plate that we call the Grand Aioli. Okay. And the shrimp are there that you can go through. You can dip them in. Oh, this that sounds good. Cool. The Grand Aioli is like a. It's like a. See it a lot of times in like French restaurants. It's a big plate filled with all these different vegetables, endive, but then also potatoes. Yeah, like potatoes, a like so. a grazing platter type sure, of thing? Sure, yeah, sort of like exactly. that. Okay. Um, but th- we have this beautiful uh, aioli we do, and so the shrimp are part of that. You know, the, the, the thing with Plant Curious, I think there's going to be a little bit of an education factor there, because I think people see the word plant and say, oh, it's plant-based. 
but it's not plant-based. It's mm-hmm. plant-curious. Right. And we had somebody on social media say, oh, my God, those shrimp look real. I can't wait to eat them. Hashtag vegan. And, you know... <laughs> No, they're real. They are real. But people are so... People love a label. They love it it being one or the other. And this is not that. It's it's a little bit of everything. And so um, I'm grateful for opportunities to talk about it because I think we have to get the word out there. Yeah, definitely. No, it's real shrimp and it's a real egg. But, you know, if you don't want the real egg or shrimp, you don't have to get it. But, you know, it's there for you. It's an amazing concept. I'm I'm pleasantly surprised. Yes, except for the straws. We need to get... Just work Don't that out judge. for me. <laughs> Don't judge okay. Because if I come to your restaurant and I have a sugar straw, it's going on Yelp. It's you, going on Google. Well, you know, One star. If there's a paper straw, it's his fault. <laughs> is, he, is he fighting you against the paper straw? No. I'm, I'm pushing the paper straw. I can't wait to see the hay straw. Like That I'm interested in. I, I, I feel it. like hay tastes like shit. Have you yeah. ever put a piece of hay in your mouth? Uh, it no, tastes I bad. I have. It's coated. You know how cowboys no, always put the hay in their you mouth? Don't think it's co- you don't think it's like wax coated it's or wax. anything? I don't think it's coated. I think it's waxed. It I'll bet like you it's waxed. It's waxed. Uh, we'll stick with that. I remember. <laughs> I'm going to have a, a, a reserve of metal straws. I was going to say, they'll just have a little thing. Like a, you'll they have a little have case. Like, I, like either, I do buy them when I see them. Because I, I leave them in my car. I leave them in my bat. You know, I always just have a metal straw laying around. But Or you could have like, I don't know if you can, I don't know how like sanitary it is. You know, just like the silverware, you could have metal straws and wash it. Well, <laughs> I think you have to like go in and like, like pipe clean each straw. <laughs> That'll be Joey's. That could be somebody <laughs> talking about straws again. By the way. We are talking about straws again. <laughs> so, in regards to hunger pants, is there anything that we miss that you want to like? Hmm. No, we want people to come and say hi. Just come. I think that they're going to come. Yeah. I think that that's not going to be a problem. You know, it's it's really, um, I, I think we're, we didn't really, we talked about this already, but we're excited to be back here because it's, I think it was, going to other cities, you, you realize that in other markets, people love to tear down restaurants. They love mm-hmm. to like rip restaurants a new one. Orlando, they really, people really celebrate like small businesses here. Like there's a def, I mean, podcasts like yours and blogs. And so I think um, we're excited just to come back into that community. We missed it. Having mm-hmm. Yum Yum, that was fun to be part of that that scene. Yeah, I and think that I think that's an interesting point because I don't think that this is like a cutthroat culture here in no. Orlando because I think a lot of people like to skip over Orlando, especially on the outside. So there's not a lot of eyes looking at Orlando in terms of... We really lack the little... Like you were saying, it's hard to for little businesses, like smaller non-chain businesses... And, and so uh, when they do pop up, people really rally behind them. Yeah, food—that's the best. Because and the eyes are on Disney yeah. and Universal right. and the convention space. Right. In terms of the world, the eyes are on that right. those things. Yes. And so not not so much the culinary. Maybe world. it is a safer space for you know people opening up a restaurant and not being attacked by you know. It is that people tend to celebrate you know the things that are the things that are done well here and taste good. People are like you know what let's let's make sure people do come out and support. Yeah. I mean, Orlando kept a little food truck named Yum Yum in business for five years. and we, I mean, it was because people were finding us, like, on social media. We'd be parked in the back of an empty lot, you know. And we were talking when you first arrived that this was before Instagram. Yes. This was way before 
like people were posting like we're here tonight we're there tonight like come find us we're that old. so people were looking hard <laughs> for you you they know were, we had to put was, work in to find the truck they did and it, you know it was one of the stresses of yum yum is like if we ran out of a flavor or we sold out and we were going to close early we knew people were on their way yeah from, oh, and yeah. when we first were open it would just be in like a couple spots downtown and you know if we were shutting down early I remember this one woman, I just drove from a Coey. You know, she was she had her kids in the back of the car and I felt so bad that we were sold out. And so, you know, it's one of those things like you learn over time, like people are gonna come out for this. This is a real thing. And so we're just, you know, we're excited to be back with Hungry Pants because it's once again it's something that's like an authentic uh, extension of us and I think people are gonna like it. Well, I'm excited to try Me it out. too. I'm excited now. So you're projected open month of let's see, September October sometime? End of October is what we're aiming okay. for. So just keep your fingers crossed that <laughs> everything goes exactly as Which it never does, and it never will. <laughs> we can cross our fingers. Yeah. So October, early November. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we, before the holiday. We want to beat the holiday. Okay. That's the goal. So we like to end things out with a little what's your favorite in Orlando game. Uh, oh, so what is your what is your favorite restaurant that's not yours? Oh, wow. Or like, has there been the one that you're gravitating towards right now? Because the favorite word gets... People don't like the favorite word. And is it favorite, like, like, special occasion or favorite go-to? Mm, either or. Either one. Oh, you, go. you can each have you an answer. You can each have an answer. They will be different, so good. <laughs> <laughs> you know... No, you go. Uh, my favorite <laughs> of... I think my favorite... Oh my god, it's hard for me to pick. I love. I know. I have one of the best parts of moving back was all of our favorite restaurants. But I think Prado, when we owned Yum Yum, and we had one of those like twelve-hour days, and we just Prado, we would go there on a Wednesday night, on a fat Friday night. It was our, it was our special occasion place. It was our. Where's Prado? I know nothing of it. It's on Park Avenue in Winter Park. It's been open for about ten years now. It's amazing. You have to go. There's the best pizza and homemade pasta. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, the name Prado kind of like gives it away, but Italian. Yeah, it's Italian. Yeah. It's, it's also just, a great place to just like people watch. Yeah. They have great drinks. It's amazing. Um, we also Alex. Um, we and I, think, I thought you were going to say Black Rooster. No, tacos. I was going to say Prado because it's nostalgic for me. Oh, yeah. well, see, that's nice. Oh, so you didn't <laughs> have the same answer. So you answered right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Black Roosters are great. It's a, a taco spot on Mills Fifty. Uh-huh. Um, they do a really great job. Again, kind of doing something different and not just another taco place to have a unique perspective on tacos. And Pizza honestly, Bruno. Pizza Bruno. We were just there. Yeah. Have you guys been there? Mm. No. Oh my god. Pizza. Pizza. Is it Bruno. new? Is it new? Or? Uh, no, they've been around a couple of years, but they're in kind of an obscure, up and coming neighborhood. Um, Hourglass District. Overall. Hourglass District, Curry Ford, <laughs> and Bumby area. Um, it's kind of where we were last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little bit. Kabuki there. Sushi. I've only heard of it. Best sushi you can get. North oh, North. you better run. We he also loves sushi. Um, we we tend to like um, every now and then it's a little splurge, but we'll come down to Disney Springs and we'll do wine bar. bar wine bar, bar George. Oh, yeah. yeah, wine bar George is really we like very wine good. Bar. So Do you ever do like good. the whole fish? I haven't Ron done Cino, the whole fish. It's amazing, oh, so good. And the, really? the second floor is just like a fun spot to go. That's always, where we had our really? first meal there. Yeah, yeah. it's always quiet. Can people watch. Yes. Yeah, and, yeah. Sometimes they have music there on that stage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the mac and cheese balls there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, everything that I've tasted there is good. I like that you can order kind of by the ounce. So you can you don't have to commit to a wine. You can try different yes. wines. Yeah, that's it's fun. Good. That's the fun. Like, there's yeah. so many great wines there. They're uh, doing magical dining. Oh, that are. starts 
it's, this month. Started? It starts it's tomorrow. The 20, yeah, the tomorrow. 20th, it's the twenty third. Um, and then I think our like one of our special special occasions places is California Grill at the Contemporary. Oh, we can never get in, but um, you that's have what to makes it six special. months out. Yeah. You have to book it six months out. <laughs> so we have a, a good little mix of local haunts that we love, and then some of the more the touristy. But stuff. pro tip of Cali Grill, you can go uh, up and eat at the bar lounge if you want to. And you can get in. Yeah, they just let you. You just you just say I'm going up to the lounge and, and let you. Up. Good to know. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're close. So, well, thank you guys so much for coming on. Stephanie, was there anything else that you wanted to ask? I was going to do another question. Oh, okay. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you have? Uh, like, what do you think Orlando's best kept secret or like a pro tip is for anything? Like any activity, any special night, anything that you can think of? Like some, what do you do for date nights? Like, what's something that you just love that's special to you in Orlando? Go ahead. He says... I think that one of the most special things about Orlando and and Orlando and Winter Park is is just being able to go walk around the lakes. That's what I was going to say. I think the lakes are something that people don't talk about in Central Florida. You know, Florida's known for its coastline and its beaches, but... Orlando is so special because it has all these beautiful lakes and they're natural and they're beautiful and most of them um, are accessible to the general public and we live in College Park and we have all these beautiful lakes that we get to go walk around and a perfect date night for us is just spending time together like that and talking and and just enjoying where we are and, and where we've put so much effort into coming back to and being a part of when we left Orlando it was one of the things that was missing for us like we, we there was nowhere to walk that was beautiful like like the lakes in Winter Park and Orlando are just beautiful and there's the flora and fauna the birds and like the egrets they're just you don't see that anywhere else you don't see even that Lake Eola when you see the swans it's amazing yeah. yeah I mean we just went to Lake Eola the other night and walked around but we live right off of Lake Adair in College Park and it's just it's like time kind of stands still and mm-hmm. that's I think People in Central Florida, for, they take the lakes for granted, and they're really, they're a, a, a treasure. Special. Yeah. Aww. You'll find us there probably on Friday night walking around. Nice. Yeah, around have you done the uh, boat tour in Winter Park? Yes. Oh my it's gosh. something that I want to do. Yeah, I think you have to do it, too. Wait till it gets cooler. Yeah, it's too hot right now. Yeah. We've done it, like, probably ten times. Like, but when really? people come in yeah, and out of town, we'll take it. Yeah, I've known about it for, I think, probably a year or two now, and I just... We haven't done it I yet. I think in the winter time we'll do it. Go to there and then go to Prado for like a late lunch. Mm-hmm. Sit and stare at everyone walk by on Park Ave and make fun of them. Have some we drinks. like the Briar Patch. <gasps> oh, Briar Patch. Oh my God, that's oh, another one of our favorites. <laughs> we have a very special connection to the Briar Patch. The Briar Patch was the original Yum Yum shop. In the 50s. In the 50s. It was an ice cream parlor so called Yum Yum. When we well, were, the, oh. Yeah, we actually kind of named it. It was inspired by the Yum Yum shop. Really? The Yum Yum truck. Yeah, Fun tip. They yeah. have ice cream parlor somewhere it's on their because signage. because of the used okay. to, it's like an homage to the yum yum shop i always yeah. wondered about that because it You're like why yeah because i don't think that they have like i don't hmm. think they showcase ice cream on their menu they no, used but. to have a, an ice cream case and then they remodeled it and, and the only no reason they had it was there is because all the old locals were like this used to be the ice cream place you know they used to right now well, they, they have, have now they have these huge cakes, cakes that yeah. are like yes 10 feet tall <laughs> i love the briar patch we just went my mom was here we went uh for her, her birthday. birthday and our friend debbie's birthday 
And we had a delicious meal. I'm hungry now. Thank you. With uh, blackberry bourbon drinks. Yes. Oh, and yeah, that blackberry bourbon chocolate chip good. pancakes. Oh, it was good. They have really good fried green tomatoes. Oh, yeah? Really? Yeah. I'll have to try those. Yeah, well, really. if you're recommending them, then I'm definitely yeah, going to try Yeah, them. yeah. Really good. Okay. I don't like fried green tomatoes, but I will eat those. Yeah. It was so nice having yeah, thank you guys. You so much. Yeah, we learned you. so much. We like we talked a long, a long time. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's good. It's good. Apologies. It's it's a good. special two part. No, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's like a Real Housewives reunion. Right? Yeah. <laughs> we talked about straws. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about straws twice. Yeah. That was like 30 minutes of conversation. Well, um, everyone, make sure you look out for Hungry Pans coming uh, later this fall uh, to Orlando. Go to their Instagram. You can see you know everything we just have been talking about on their instagram and it's go ahead and follow so that you can get the up-to-date information on what's coming up it's at eat hungry pants and i'm guessing yeah eat hungry as well so stay tuned for updates for uh what exact date in fall but we're definitely looking forward to coming we'll be there Yes, yes, thank for you. Sure. And I'll bring a straw just in case. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Until next time. Bye. bye. You guys gotta say bye too. Bye. bye. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram at Orlando Out of Context. Instagram is where you can connect and interact with us, as well as see photos and videos related to this week's episode. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. Yeah, but you will one it's day. His own, it's his own. After 15 years, that's, one day what, you will. that's what happens. You guys are 15 years? 15 years. 15 years. That's forever in the well, gay world. Uh, you look so young. Yeah, oh, my 15. God, yes. We're, yes. We've been married. Well, that's so like we're, we're in the afterlife, years. really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're in the eternal afterlife together <laughs> at this point. I'm so proud of you both. That's such an accomplishment. And a business. And a For any relationship. Yeah, I mean, yeah. God, 15 years. Yeah. Okay. I'm going back into business.